Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Bill Williamson. This is Silver by Pride. This is <coughs> man, I always cough. More about that in a second. Not in bed. Um This is our Tampa Bay Buccaneers preview. Out of the bye. I had a nice time. I hope you had a great weekend. So if you're new to me and you don't hear much intro music or if I cough or my phone does something or even I don't live very far from a medical place. So every once in a while, uh, my windows open and an ambulance will go by. That's life, baby. I ain't editing it. That's not what this podcast is all about. This is a very raw, very communicative, conversation-driven podcast. I feel like I am sitting at a bar stool, and no, I do sound drunk sometimes, but I'm sober, and having a conversation with Raider fans. And like I tell you, I spend my my entire week trying to figure out everything, finding hearing everything about the Raiders so I can tell you. This is a very newsy what podcast, because you have to work. You have other things to do. So this is a chance to catch up on everything that's Raiders. So there you go. So let's do that. Thanks for coming. I appreciate you. If I cough, oh, well, there you go. Um, yeah, came out of the bye. Chiefs played last night. Chiefs look good again. Um, you know, Chiefs aren't going anywhere. They're an excellent team. Raiders beat them. Deserve to win. Chiefs are going to be ready for the Raiders in November, and Raiders are going to be ready for the Chiefs in November. Hopefully, it's close as far as the division goes, and I'm sure it's going to be. Got Tom Brady this week. <coughs> we'll talk a little bit about that more. Marcus Mariota off the IR. Nathan Peterman, who has been the backup. John Gruden has talked him up. I would think, I think Mariota's probably going to be the backup. I mean, he certainly cost a lot of money, right? And they got to start using some of that money. He'd been on the IR for the whole season. Um, David Irvin, former Dallas Cowboy. This is a guy who's 6'7", 290 pounds. Very athletic. Good pass rusher. 12 and a half sacks in 37 games. He had seven sacks in eight-game stretch once. He hasn't played in over two years. He's been suspended. He's has Substance abuse issues for the NFL. Uh, he retired. But now he's back. And Rod Marinelli, another Dallas Cowboy defense lineman with Rod Marinelli. That's obviously the connection. I think the practice squad thing is just to get him mentally and physically ready, get the rust off. You know, this guy hasn't been in an NFL helmet in two years. So the great thing about the extended practice squad and the fact that anybody can be on it, it is perfect for him. So I would think that he will be back oh in a couple weeks. He'll probably be on the 53-man roster. Carl Nesbitt has a big toe injury. So expect more Arden Key this week. And there you go. Interesting, you know, we talk about all things. Um, report out of Cincinnati, Gino Geno Atkins is 
frustrated reportedly with his role in Cincinnati. The Bengals aren't going anywhere. He's 32. Nearing the end, but you know what? At his very prime, he was with Paul Gunther. And he is a fit for this defense, obviously. And John Gruden likes those type of guys. I bounced it off of somebody in the organization today, and they're like, whoa, that's interesting. And that would be a good fit. I don't know if anything's going to happen. I don't know if they're going to trade him. But if they do, let's think about that. And that's what I really pride myself on this podcast. And on Silver and Black Pride is to kind of give you a chance to think about things before other people, really. You know, let's get this. Why does this make sense? Why does this not make sense? Um, this podcast is coming in the morning. We in a story this morning. I'm I'm do, taping this on Tuesday night. It's going early on Wednesday. Um, you know, Julio Jones, CBS Sportsline did a bunch of because there's two weeks of the trade deadline. Did a lot, been a bunch of hypothetical trades. I'm a sucker for those, as I wrote. And their top one is Julio Jones to the Raiders for a first-round pick next year, and a fourth-round pick in 2022. That's just speculation that's hypothetical. It's not report-based. Um, you know, it's always exciting to think about great players on your offense, and he's certainly a great player. Certainly wouldn't make the Raiders better, but I don't know if it's smart for the long term. He's going to be 32 in February. Still an expensive player. And those draft picks are, the Raiders, you know, I don't know if the Raiders are quite a finished product needing to give away draft picks. It depends on who the player is, but that would be a little steep for me. So that's just how I feel about it. What do you think? Get on the website and uh, comment. That'd be great. So, um, Le'Veon Bell, there's a report that the Raiders talked to the Jets before they cut him. The Jets didn't want to eat any of his money. And so the Raiders didn't make that trade. He ended up in, in, uh, with the Chiefs. So now the Chiefs have an even more powerful offense. I don't know if he was a great fit for the Raiders anyway, really. I, I, I don't see that as the... Oh my God, that that hurt. Talk about Eric Weddle possibly want to come back in the NFL. Raiders could be a good fit. Um, now I'm hearing that he's probably not going to come back. So unless something changes there, Maurice Hurst is off the COVID nineteen list. Darren Arnett is on it. He's going to be out a few weeks anyways with the thumb. Um, the report out of Las Vegas, Review Journal newspaper, Brian Edwards may be a long shot to play this week. So with an ankle, they were hopeful that he'd come back. We'll see on Wednesday who practices. But the Raiders are getting healthier, as I've been writing. The no Pro Bowl this year. So the Pro Bowl will be in Las Vegas in January of 22. And then the draft will be in Vegas in April of 22. So... Las Vegas is going to be the place to be for NFL 2022 spring winter stuff. How about Nelson Aguilar? Perfect passer rating. That means he's basically caught everything thrown his way this year. He only has 10 catches. But he's averaging 18.5 yards a catch. And he has three, uh, three home runs. I'm a baseball baby. 
three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. So he's getting a bang for his buck, for sure. Um, and, and then you know, nice little player, right? Nice little player. What else we got? Um, you know, we're sitting here in the bye, and Daniel Carson, the guy that was everybody was worried about at the end of last year, and the guy's playing pretty well, playing pretty well. Give him a lot of credit. Just going through my notes. The Raiders, I found this interesting, the Las Vegas Review Journal. They're like the fifth in the NFL remaining. Um, you know, that changes. It's based on this year's schedule. The schedule was supposed to get real easy after 11 games. Well, now it looks like it's getting easy in week seven. But you know what? The Tampa Bay is decent. Cleveland's decent. The Chargers, who can't stay out of their own way, just thinking of upcoming opponents. But they have a quarterback to the real deal. So you think at some point maybe they get their stuff together, you know? So it's interesting. But all that matters is this week. And we'll wrap up this quick show with a little Tampa Bay talk. I mean, Tom Brady, he had a big game against the um, Packers. <clears throat> that Tampa Bay defense is playing very well. The Raiders are going to have to play, you know, again, very aggressive. We have to get some home run plays against that great defense. And they're going to have to score when they can. And when the Raiders win in 2020, they are really explosive and almost perfect on offense. And that, that's going to have to happen against a team that plays good defense and can score a lot of points. Ronald Jones has three 100-yard rushing games in a row. You know, um, that they can take over on the ground and they can eat the clock. And then their defense can force three and outs. So Tampa Bay has a really strong formula to win. Like the Raiders, when the Raiders win, they have a nice formula. So it's not going to be an easy game at all. Um, I don't think, I know he's like, oh my God, they held Aaron Rodgers, who was hot as heck, to what, 10 points? That's not necessarily a bad thing. Because, like, okay, they're super hot, but now John Gruden, Paul Gunther, and all of those guys, well, actually, not Paul Gunther, because we're talking offense right now, um, can Greg Olson, they can say, okay, what the Green Bay how do they not counter that? So they can learn from that. So I think that just because the Packers didn't score doesn't mean the Raiders aren't going to score. It's a new week. New week. Chiefs were looked pretty bad against the Raiders. Well, they looked pretty good against the Bills, who were looked really good against the Raiders. So this is all week-to-week -week stuff. So I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a close game. I uh, certainly think when we get – and it's a night game – so, you know, we're going to be talking late. But, yeah, I think we could be talking about a Raiders win for sure. So I hope you enjoyed it. Quick burst podcast is boom, boom, boom. Information, information. Let's have fun. Let's get this done. You guys be safe. You have fun. I'll talk to you later. This is Bill Wimps, and this is Silver and Black Pride Podcast.